0: It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Ears up podcast here. We have an interesting show for you guys today. I'm talking with uh, Jeff Reitz. I, I believe his writes. name right? it Say Uh And he is the guy who's been all over the medias. Um, he went to Disneyland for 2,000 days in a row, which in case you're not counting is like five years.
1: That's insane. Yeah. The so, longest I've ever done is five and a half days. <laughs> and it was murder. It, it was, was too long. So, it was so... Exhausting, like I can't imagine.
0: No, I can't imagine either, man. And so, uh, man anyway, and I
1: spent a lot of money.
0: We're gonna hang out with Jeff. Actually, we're probably just gonna get Jeff on the line now yeah. because, yeah, I'm excited to talk to him. Number one, dude's in the park, yeah, <laughs> of course he is. Which, uh, surprise, yeah, I didn't really like understand at first. We called him for a little test call, and I'm like, why can't I hear you? And he's like, well, my mom through fantasy land, and I'm like, oh. Of oh oh you're in the park of course you're in the park I I don't know why I didn't think about it you know what I mean? yeah it's one of those things that should be very very obvious so Jeff's in the park he's hanging out by Big Thunder waiting for us so we'll 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 start uh, start start talking to him and uh, you know like that man we'll do feedback and we'll do all our other Johns. We um, oh, jeez.
1: I like how you just look at me now and the, smirk when you, when you yeah. say that. It's I, gotten worse. I like,
2: know. oh my goodness. It's a,
0: it's a it's... substitute for things. Jeff, are you there, buddy?
2: Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's <laughs> going on, man? Uh, just hanging out over here in uh, the edge of uh, the uh, Big Thunder Trail, just outside of uh, Fantasyland.
0: Perfect. That's great, man. I'm, uh, I'm excited that you were able to join us. And uh, I, was, I was telling everybody about our, our conversation before the show where we kind of all realized, of course, you're in Disneyland. This is a guy who's been 2,000 days in a row. Why would he stop to talk to <laughs> anybody else, right? Why would he stop? So uh, thank you very much for joining us, man, and for, for taking time away from, uh, from your Disneyland experience.
2: Not a problem. It's uh, always fun to share the magic with others.
0: Yeah, for sure, and that's that's the way we feel about it too. I mean, that's why we started the show in the first place. Is we just you know we like Disneyland a lot, and uh, we want to learn more about it and uh, and experience it in different ways with other people. So uh, I'm, I'm glad we were able to reach out to you and and work out a time and and all this kind of stuff. So do me a favor, man. Give me just a, a brief rundown uh, about how you got started. On this journey, at what point did you realize, hey, you know what I want to do is just continue on uh, going to Disneyland multiple days in a row and kind of takes a life of itself? What happened there?
2: Uh, well, it started out uh, on a down note. Um, myself and another friend were both unemployed uh-huh. uh, back in 2011-2012 time frame, and uh, But we both had passes, annual passes that had been given to us as gifts, birthday, Christmas, and such. So it was a type of free entertainment. Well, then on New Year's Eve 2011, Disneyland ran the commercial about giving you an extra Disney day, talking about the Leap Day 24-hour celebration they had on February 29th, 2012. Well, January 1st, we had already planned to be here in the park, and while we were here, we started joking around that How could it be an extra day if you don't use the others? (laughs) So we decided to use it. You know, yeah, exactly. It's a funny thing, and so we decided to use it as a positive, and that was the leaping uh, point. And so I say a positive because you know by doing this, it it was always about making a visit, not that we had to spend the whole day here. Okay, and that's one of the things a lot of people always think, you know, how could you spend an entire year open, you know, park open and park closed every day? Right. And that's not it. It was just about making a visit. And so it, we used it as a positive because it forced you to get up and get out of bed, get you know, get some clothes on and get some fresh air instead of moping around about being out of work you've got pedometer apps and you know nowadays fitbits and everything else so you're logging exercise time (laughs) right and then you know when you're at the park you don't know you know you may be talking to cast members or the guests you never know who you're going to talk to so you're working on your networking communication skills because you never know who's going to have that next lead for a job while you're here
3: for sure for sure
2: you know and so we used to have a positive in that respect you know and and so we went for the full 366 and just decided to keep going. Um, now, I was lucky enough, both of us had picked up uh, jobs before 2012, I, um, but I was the only one that was able to hold on to mine. Uh, my friend ended up losing hers just after the new year. So then she was still uh, unemployed looking, going into the second year. Um, I've been lucky enough that since September of 2012, I've actually been working at the Long Beach VA Hospital, uh, helping out my fellow veterans. Awesome. Um, that's, yeah, that's cool. definitely. You know, and so, uh, you know, but along the way, you know, it, the positive really started to take effect. And, you know, when you're here at the park, you can't help but smile and have a good time. You know, and yeah, there's crowds and there's heat and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think one of the things that I've been lucky is because of being here every day, I'm able to relax you know, or enjoy it, not worry too so much about those lines and the crowds. Um, if it gets too busy, you know, if I don't want to wait an hour and a half for Space Mountain or Guardians of the Galaxy, I can always wait and try again tomorrow, you know. Uh, and sure. so for me, it makes it even easier, you know, compared to traditional guests that's only here one, two, maybe three days, where they're rush, rush, rush to get as much in. Under their belt as possible to get their money's worth.
0: Right. Okay. Let me let me interrupt you here. Um, so let's go back to uh, to the downtime because that's really interesting uh, for me. Um, so you were given the pass as a gift, and you started going as something to motivate you. to to do and 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 being in the park was motivating was it was it it was like going like literally going to your happy place where everything was fresh and bright and the music was always uplifting and it was hard to be in a bad mood so you're kind of like escaping the what uh, you know when i was out of a job for a while i was depressed man and so i don't know if you had any depression as well but uh did did disney help you with that kind of stuff
2: yeah, I mean, there's always times that you can be depressed and stuff, but that's one of the things, you know, is, you know, coming here to the park, you know, one, listening to music and, you know, the bringing up those happy memories growing up here with Disneyland with friends and family, but then, you know, when you're here, you know, sharing that time, you know, stopping to joke around, you know, having fun with Farley and sharing some jokes with Farley over in Frontierland or, you know, hanging out with your buddies and, you know, Talking about you know different rides or trips or anything else that's happening, you know. So when you combine it all together, it really does make this a happy place. And you know, and so that's why I, it's just that, like you said, you know. Yeah, you may get depressed, especially if you're sitting around at home. You know that depression can really hit. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. you know, like we just lost another musician today.
3: Yeah,
2: and yeah. you know, there's all things happening. So being in a public setting, you know, around somewhere like this, where you have other friends and family that you can share with, that can help to bring you out of those the doldrums, you know, that help cause that depression.
0: Right. Did you, did you notice a time while you were going there in that first year where maybe you'd go home and you were just feeling better overall? Like was the Disneyland effect kind of staying with you and actually lifting your spirits while you were outside of the park?
2: Yes, and even still to this day, I'm noticing, I mean, even when I'm at work over at the hospital, on my messenger at the office, I have uh, the memo, uh, think Disney and smile because they can hear it in your voice. (laughs) You know, when you're talking to people on the phone, you know, I mean, if you're talking to someone and you're smiling, you can hear it in their voice if they're smiling or not.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: You know, and so I, I think it's it really has over the years. It's you know it's only amplified the the effects of how it, how I feel uh, from it. That's
0: really cool. And you know, and you were saying like you know when you're in the park, you can't help but smile and 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 all that kind of stuff. And for me, it's very hard because I hate crowds, and I very much let that little stuff get to me. And uh, I think it's always amazing when people can just let that go. You know what I mean?
2: Definitely. And that's, you know, I mean, every time I've been asked, you know, like, do I have any tips to give people? My number one tip I always tell everyone is bring a dose of your patience with you, especially like right now. I mean, just as we got on the phone, I took a look, you know, here it is. It's almost 730 in the evening, and it's still 78 degrees here in Anaheim. (laughs) So, you know, it's pretty warm. And, you know, with that hot weather... You know, you can, get, you can get muggy and, you know, you may not be the happiest around crowd. Stop. Grab a, grab one of the free cups of ice water and relax a little bit so that you can settle things down. You know, be a grab a churro or a dole whip or something. You, you know, go. whatever helps to put you back in that happy state of mind, you know, before going on to tackle, you know, your next ride on the Matterhorn or you know, Indiana Jones or something like that. Right. You know, right. because it's, you know, as much as you love those rides, if you're not having fun, if you're not in a good state of mind, one, you're not going to want to stay here, two, you're not going to want to come back because all you're going to remember is the downsides. <laughs> yeah,
0: <that's true. laughs> yeah, for sure. So let me let me ask you a question, get back to what you were saying earlier about how you don't spend in, every day entire day at the park. What is your shortest time that you've spent in the park?
2: My shortest is about an hour if I do what I call a castle loop, basically going up in either two or through the castle and back out. And during that time, I will still post at least one photograph or video. Um, You know, especially now that I kind of know so many people or I have other guests that, you know, see me and ask for photographs with me. Um, You know, that usually takes about an hour. And that's usually... Because I have somewhere like, you know, a sporting event or a movie preview or something like that, you know, to, that I have to get to. Um Right. or even like my girlfriend is a musician so if she's got a concert I better get my butt over there and not be late (laughs) for it
0: especially putting so much time in the park already um, I feel like hey I was in the park isn't as big of an excuse (laughs) as it would you know if you're trying to go for the original year right
2: (laughs) well you know pretty much but it's also one of the things that I've learned over time is you know learning the schedules of the park you know it's a have a working knowledge of it it's helped out because then i know okay i need to be there by this time so say in order to get the parking receipts they quit charging for parking about three hours before the last park closes so right now with it being summertime schedule disneyland closes at midnight that means about eight forty-five to nine o'clock they're going to quit they're going to shut down those booths so that the uh the parking tenants can go home for the evening so if i want that receipt i need to get here before then Um, Or else, you know, I'm having to find one from somewhere else. And so I always like to try and get my own receipt. So that meant I needed to watch my time to make sure, you know, that I'm here by 830 at the latest kind of thing.
0: Oh, and and Um, is the receipt uh, just part of your, I don't want to call it proof, because mm -hmm. I think it would imply that people are challenging you. But is that just part of your memento? Mm
2: Yeah, for me, it's become part of a because they're not, the receipt itself, the parking receipt, is being used to help locate your vehicle, you know, and the massive structure and everything, it's just a date stamp, you know, for the memory book kind of thing that I was here. Yeah. Um, so I do have one for every single day. But, you know, like if I've come with a friend or a girlfriend, they may have driven and so then they just, you know, we may have used their pass to get in, but I still held on to the slip. Um, so that because that doesn't have my annual pass number on it, that's not an official. The only official part of the count is my annual pass entry, which being electronic, Disneyland monitors as you go through, especially as you know, having the photographs on the passes and all tickets right. now. So they are the ones that have verified that, yes, I have been in the park 2,000 days as of June 22nd. Wow.
0: So for your first year, for your first 366, which was during leap year, right? I, Correct. Did my okay. How do you... What, what happens? Like on your 366th day, do you contact the park and say, hey, this is what I've been doing Um, just in case you want to know.
2: Actually, didn't have to contact the park because it had already been in the news. um, All the way back on Day 60, which was the Leap Day 24-hour celebration, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mark Eads from the Orange County Register, uh, we met him while we were in the pre lineup the night before and ended up doing multiple interviews and then became friends on uh, Facebook and such. So he had been monitoring. So as it came up on that, he actually had contacted Disney that he was planning on doing a story and stuff and they put a little something together so that, you know, there was TV cameras and such there, Disney's crew. And that morning on New Year's Eve, uh, 2012, uh, when we got into the park, we walked up. They had us go around uh, past Big Thunder over uh, to the teacups to go for a ride. We found out later all this was, you know, a matter of killing time to prep things because after the teacups, we went back through the castle so that they could get images of what's coming through the castle mm-hmm. where we uh, were met by Tom Staggs, the uh, Disney Parks and Resorts uh, chairman at the time, wow. who then uh, pulled us off to the uh, side path over by the swans um, in front of the castle, by the uh, topiaries, and presented us not only with uh, proclamation certificates of honorary citizenship, so, how you've seen the little buttons that they hand out that say "Honorary Citizen"? Well, yeah. I've actually been given a full-size proclamation of honorary citizenship. Wow! Um, uh, from the uh, chairman, and then that one also came with a gift basket that included a night in the Dream Suite.
3: Oh, Get man. Shut up! That's all I
1: want in life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff, this is after how long? That was on the, on day three hundred and sixty six.
4: Okay, so did they give you an attraction at day two thousand or something? Like how <laughs> he's an animatronic him? now. Yeah, exactly. yeah. How can they top
0: that? They, he does one of the voices in Hall of Presidents. Oh no, yeah, no. <laughs> it's Garfield or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, cat, so
2: no. did you? And so you didn't know when, when it came up on two thousand. Um, they did give a little uh, you know stuff here and there, but uh, nothing that's really discussed. Uh, other than you know they took us to lunch and. Uh, because uh, um, Michael Colglazier, uh, Disneyland Park president, uh, wanted to meet with uh, with my girlfriend and I that day. Yeah. Unfortunately, he got pulled away to a meeting, but they did set us up for uh, dinner or sorry, lunch at uh, Carnation. Uh, so it was kind of cool, you know, go and they, they said, Go over and just give them your name, tell them that you're there for uh, the president. And sure enough, you know, gave my name, said who, you know, they were here for Michael's party. Yes, sir. Where would you like to sit? Inside, outside, front or back? And the hostess snapped it right there and grabbed the menus and took us right to our seats and then you know we got to meet the head chef and both oscar uh came out to greet us and say hello you know so we had a nice meal uh after all the press was done that morning you know had our fried pickles had all right you know i had the meatloaf hang, and such, hang so. on a sec
0: jeff i gotta i gotta interrupt you because <laughs> why did the carnation cafe like what, what day was this what day was this
2: that was on day 2000 that we did this. On um, day 2000, you know, it was just a quick lunch. That it was kind of nice yeah, but, because we weren't expecting it. Well, that
0: and that's and that's fine. And and maybe I'm more of a millennial because I want everything in the world.
2: But it's it, day 2000. No, I didn't see that we didn't get the world. <laughs> okay, we hadn't collected on, anything on the world yet. Okay, so that's why oh, okay. I haven't mentioned anything about it yet. Okay,
0: ah. are you are you purposely keeping things close to the vest, or are you free correct. to? Yeah. Okay, so you're not free to talk about them at the moment.
2: There, there have been a couple of other things that were, uh, that were pointed in my direction, but I haven't had the opportunity because... You know, this past month has just been slammed between interviews and then this past weekend we spent the entire weekend, uh, bouncing between the Anaheim Convention Center for D23 Mm -hmm. and along with making nightly visits here into the park to have dinner and, you know, hit a few rides or like on Sunday night we got to watch one of the preview shows of Fantasmic uh, 2.0. So it's been a pretty busy month lately. So that's why I haven't had a chance to slow down and take care of setting up everything else. Okay.
0: Uh, Okay, because I'm just going to (laughs) say Club 33. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) Well, I've actually been there a few times already.
0: Right. But, I mean, the park, if... if, if, I mean, I don't mean to say right like everybody (laughs) knows that. I apologize. But, like, if the park hasn't already given you a dinner at Club 33, I would feel squandered what we're really saying is that you should have your own table
2: at Club 33. <laughs> well, like, your own reserved table. I'll just put it this way. I have eaten at Club 33, but there's one place I have not, and that's where we're going to be going to dinner.
0: Oh. oh. Okay. 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 All right. All right. And, you, and you, you won't tell me. So. <laughs> what if you whisper? It?
2: Not, not, not this moment, because okay. you know it's something that I'm working on. I'm waiting until it happens until I uh, spread the word, because I haven't actually said anything to anyone yet.
0: Got it? Okay, okay. Hey, I respect that. Yes. I respect that. But we can if, speculate uh, though. Yeah, speculate if you it. if you feel if, like you, it,
2: if you're wanting to, yeah, if you're wanting to see or know what it is, you can always. Uh, follow my Instagram or my Facebook and uh, I'll, I'm sure I'll be posting about it when, when the time comes.
0: Well, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> you sound really excited <laughs> about it, man. You should call me back. Yeah. That's what you should do. You should call <laughs> us. Keep us in the loop because <laughs> uh, I like uh, you know, as, as any true Disneyland I'm not even going to say di- here, let me ask you a question. I was, I was going to make a weird sure. statement and then it morphed into a question. D- do you think that there's a difference, a viable difference between Disney fans and Disneyland fans? Like 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 fans of the IP versus fans of the park, and can they be different people?
2: Yes, they can be different people because there are those that love the theme park, there are those that love the movies and yeah. the music, you know, and then there's some of us that love all of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, even like coming here to the park itself, You have those that are coaster junkies, you have those that love to Disney bound, Um, you know, and there's foodies that just like to hop around, you know, trying out all the new foods as they come through. So yeah, that's one of the things I really find has been a lot of fun to share with people you know, I mean, and I think that's one of the reasons why this has become a press story around the world is because there's so many ways to enjoy and love Disney. It's not just an Anaheim theme park and that's all it's about. Right. Walt built an empire that's really truly spanned around the world.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I'm more of a park person. Uh, which are you?
2: I'm an overall. um, You're an overall, okay. Because, yeah, I mean, I love the park. I've also been to Walt Disney World once. In fact, I made my only warm water scuba dive so far in the Epcot Aquarium. Um, That's awesome. You know, I I mean, my favorite movie, you know, since I was a kid, has always been *Tron*. So, you know, and I I love the new stuff too. So that's why, you know, I think it's not just the parks. I love everything. You know, the movies, the music, and the uh, parks as a whole.
4: Wow. So, I, okay,
2: we can get, uh, you
4: know, we can go back into the the streak and what you're doing, but uh, for me, and this is Terrence, by the way, for me as someone who uh, enjoys the parks, I kind of uh, consider myself someone who knows the ins and outs of the parks, so I have to ask you this question. Where is your favorite restroom in the park? <laughs>
2: You know it's funny how often since day two thousand that question has come up really okay, yeah, okay, uh, I mean even fox eleven you know uh asked me live on the air that morning but just before I walked through the gate for two thousand and uh my my answer the closest
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well played, well played, okay, that's good. <laughs> I mean, think about this way. If you have a... Okay, Terrence, where, where is your favorite? Tiki Room. The Tiki Room. Okay, yes. now... You
3: the Tiki Room. But
2: think about this way. Now, all of your listeners know the Tiki Room is your favorite. They also know that the Tiki Room is also one of the smallest in the resort. So, ah. if you're wanting that to be your favorite, and now all your listeners also know that the Tiki Room is a favorite, you've just lost that throne. Literally. <laughs> no Guys, it's just
1: like when we gave away the hotness of Carthay.
0: That's true. Oh, Carthay, That's see? true. We've did. we had no, screwed no, ourselves yeah, I mean, a couple Car- times. Car-
2: Carthay I love because they use three-ply.
0: <laughs> it is good, right? Uh, I'll nope, tell you, my favorite yes. bathroom is, and the resort is the the one behind uh, Trader Sands. Where you go inside, uh, there's that little walk up counter. Mm-hmm, okay. Like, it, it's, there's nobody in it and it's themed really cool. Yeah. And it's my favorite. Yeah. That's, since we're talking about potties it's and stuff. Potties.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like the only bathroom i been to. You know, but that's the
2: thing is, we're, because of the way that things are themed and how they've designed and decorated. You know, it still is a funny, I mean, you know, like going into Club 33 and getting to use the restroom in there where, oh God, at least in the me. men's room, I believe in the women's too, but at least in the men's, the tank is six feet up in the air yeah. and you pull a pull cord nice. that, you know, then drops the water down the, uh, down the pipe to flush the toilet, you know, versus the present day style where it's built in. Right. So it's kind of neat to have those different styles, you know, where you can joke around the different looks and everything.
0: Yeah, agreed, man. And you know, it's it's uh, it's it those callbacks, and that's what Disney has always been really good at, right? Is is the theming and the details, and especially, like you said, the the old uh, you know high tank toilets. So
2: yeah, exactly.
0: Let's talk. I want to talk around your like maybe eight hundredth, nine hundredth day, a thousand days. Was there was there a point where you wanted to go do something else? Like um, go on vacation uh, for longer than two nights, let's say, where you couldn't where you couldn't go in the park, and 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 how did you how did you deal with that internal struggle?
2: At this point, it has not been a struggle. Now, if you remember to when I mentioned about how I started, um, you know, I had been unemployed. Well. Yeah. Uh, Being unemployed for a while meant that I had built up a number of bills and, you know, used up the credit cards and such. So now that I've had my job for a while, I've got, I've been able to pay off those bills and, you know, the credit cards and such. And I'm starting to work on the savings so that then I can think about, you know, going on a Disney cruise or a trip somewhere or something like that. You know, also my girlfriend sitting here smiling and shaking her head. Um, because right now she's also a teacher and just finished her master's program and working on completing her second credential. So she's also been very busy herself Mm -hmm. with her education. And so, you know, it just hasn't been a right time, you know, in order to, you know, go on a trip somewhere more than a night. Um, I have been lucky enough that Walt did a great job of planning ahead and choosing Anaheim as the location because it is very central to a lot. Um, while coming here every day, I have also been able to go to, you know, Big Bear or out to Palm Springs Tramway and, you know, go up the tram and go hiking around for the day or down to go to SeaWorld or the San Diego Zoo or even go on up uh to like Ventura to go scuba diving out in the Channel Islands or, uh, you know, Catalina while still coming here to Disneyland every day.
0: Yeah. I see you're living the life that we've talked about living on the show several times. Yeah. Is that's what I think everybody in this room would do also. Mm-hmm. You can get out I mean, you know, it is LA so you have to drive a lot. Right. But you do that anyway, so you're used to it. And there's tons of stuff to Definitely.
2: do. You know, and that's just it. I mean, growing up here on Huntington Beach, you know, I'm about twelve to fifteen miles away from the park. But you know, you always see the commercials and advertisements about how close the mountains and beach are that, you know, you can go up to big bear and go skiing in the morning and go surfing the afternoon. And it really, you know, I've kind of proven that point. I mean, I've even had days where I came to Disneyland in the morning time and then I was up in Lake Arrowhead in the afternoon for a concert, you know? So there is a lot that you can do in close proximity or even, you know, just last month, I yeah, it was last month when we, uh, you know came to the park for a while met up with my girlfriend when she got off work and then I took her up to Hollywood for the blue carpet premiere of Pirates of the Caribbean
0: wow and that's and and these are like these are little gems you're getting thrown from the parks right
2: Uh, The pilots one um, helped out uh, knowing people, uh, so I was able to get my name on the list, yeah. Oh. Um, But most of of the stuff is just general things. So you're making connections there. Mm
0: -hmm. You're meeting people who work at the park.
2: like I said when I started this, you know, that networking and communication skills that you work on, you know, (laughs) getting to know uh, people can help out at times, you know, be it you're in the park or outside the park, you know, it's, you never know what, who you're going to be talking to.
0: <laughs> that is uh, right. You know, and then one day you're talking to, you know, Tom Skaggs or whatever, and the next day you're talking to four people in Concord on the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, True.
2: you know. Exactly. I mean, you know, and I haven't been to Concord in years um, since my family moved away, because I used to have relatives that lived in Concord. I see? Until uh, so they moved over, you know, I think some went to uh, Florida and the others went to Reno. <laughs>
0: wow. Both probably steps up, I think, <laughs> from,
2: from, from Concord. Yeah, I, I've spent plenty of time in Concord growing up.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. Well, okay, let's talk about, oh, sorry, Terrence, well, go Jeff,
4: ahead. Well, Jeff, so do you have a certain uh, routine or path that you follow? Like, for instance, I know mm-hmm. for myself, I always walk in and walk to the right. And walk under, walk through that little tunnel area. Like, do you follow the same routine every day or you just kind of just go and do something and
2: spend your day and then leave? The only, the only type of routine that I have Mm -hmm. is that I park at the Mickey and Friends structure and I go into Disneyland. Uh, and that's because uh, my count is all based on the one park on the original magic kingdom. Um, it's not based on the resort as a whole. So if I, I go to Disneyland every day, if I go to DCA, that's just using the magic of the park hopper experience. Um, and part of that has to do with going back to the original. You could not go 366 days to Disney, California adventure. Because on June fourteenth, they were closed in order to do the press grand premiere for the grand opening of Cars Land and Buena Vista Street on June fifteenth, two thousand twelve.
3: Right.
4: Wow. Wow. That makes so- see. This actually makes it so much more interesting. Is that you're saying that when you say I've been to Disneyland 2000, or 2028 now days in a row, yes. that you're actually talking about Disneyland? Because I think right. that it would be easier. To go to the resort, you know, you right. go in, you drive in, you you go to ESPN Zone and grab a beer, and then you go mm-hmm. home, and you're in the resort as a whole. But to go for that many days to Disneyland actually makes it that much more interesting. Can you to
0: me. can you imagine if he got into the Dream Suite because he went to ESPN Zone for 366 <laughs> days in I a row? Try. I can try.
4: I can he see well, what I might get, like a free churro or something <laughs> if I do that. But yeah, uh, I
2: had a know, and, and yes, i
5: Uh, I had a question for you, Jeff. This is Taryn. Um, So you talk about your girlfriend. Um, Did you have to, or was she excited about this when when you met her? Or (laughs) was this something you had to convince her of?
2: You know, that was something funny. We met online, but it was actually because of having an annual pass uh, that it was an attraction point. And so we actually met here um, at Disneyland for our first date on day 660. It was a Monday night. And, uh, in fact, it was when uh, Mickey's Halloween uh, party was happening. <laughs> so it uh-huh. yeah, meant that we couldn't, We since we, it was our first date, we didn't have tickets to the party. Yeah. So we went into the park and we hit Space Mountain. And I still remember, you know, getting pictures of guests uh, posing with uh, dressed as stormtroopers, dressed with the real troopers over in Tomorrowland. And then I found the big bad wolf hanging out over by the uh, astro orbiter that I got a picture of. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, and then after we had some time in the park, uh, we walked across the street over to Pizza Press and we got dinner over there and we sat and just sat there and we watched the fireworks, uh, go off from, from since they had the Halloween fireworks, we watched those go off from Pizza Press for our first, uh, date. Um, but yeah, when I had told her that I go often, you know, <laughs> beforehand, when we were first starting to communicate okay. and, uh, so she actually did Google me, uh, before we went out, Smart girl. Was, she wasn't sure at first, you know, do I want to take the chance or not? But, uh, I think, uh. And so I'm looking at the smile on her face right now. I think she's still happy that she made the choice to uh, come over.
4: Did you have your fingers crossed when you said you went often? Because you know that's a, like a, a complete lie. It's not often. I go every day.
2: Well, you know that's you know it's kind of like now, especially nowadays. You know, people uh, want to call me a celebrity. You know, at least a Disney celeb. And I think to myself. I think it's kind of funny because, I mean, I've gotten to see and talk to and hang out with a, with a number of celebrities, you know, be it Drake Bell, who's an annual pass holder and would come often, or, you know, I've seen Kobe Bryant multiple times or wishing Vince Vaughn happy Father's Day when we passed each other in Adventureland, you know. So, I mean, here it is to me. Those are celebrities. And so it's always been something funny for me, uh, to me. When people uh, want to call me a celebrity, because to myself, I've always thought of myself as just a regular guest that goes a little bit more often.
0: Right, you're just a dude.
2: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> do, you, do you get any uh, any negative feedback from people? Like, dude, get a life, or anything anything weird like that? Or is everyone pretty open to like, yeah, hey, if we could do that, we would do it also.
2: Unfortunately, there's always. The, with the pros, there's always the cons. Yeah. Um, I mean, all you have to do is go on social media, and if you want to see how bad people think of myself or Disney, you know, yeah, or even, unfortunately, after this time, my girlfriend, oh, look at the comments that place. get posted. Um, and there's a lot of troll-type negative comments that get posted. I mean, I had, to, I had to sit her down at one point and tell her. I said, if you want to read the articles go for it. Just don't go past the articles into the comments <laughs> right? Right. because uh-huh. yes, there's going to be positives, but there's also a lot of negative. And when they started taking personal attacks on her, it was very extreme. I mean, I've gotten used to, you know, the po- the positives and the negatives, and I can block it off. Yeah. But for her, it was something brand new to be in the public eye. And so she wasn't used to that kind of an, of an attack. Either. So we started to receive.
0: Yeah, and you know what? And that's that's just good advice in general, like for your own personal sanity, right? Read the articles, but never go to the comments because the lowest common denominator is usually in the comments. If anything, any article about anything at all, it could be something as benign as here's a guy going to Disneyland for 2,000 days in a row, or something about politics. Either one, you're going to get just the worst kind of people. So I never read comments anyway, unless I feel like getting angry, then I'll read a couple, but...
2: Well, not, not only that, you also find that a good number of the people that do take the time to comment don't take the time to read the article. Yeah, well, they will hear... They'll see, you know, one sentence, and maybe the very first sentence, and maybe the first sentence of the second paragraph, but they'll see one sentence that grabs them and then comment on it. And it could be, hey, I go to Disneyland 2,000 days, and, and I can't tell you how many comments and how many uh, messages I've received. Wow, this guy must be a millionaire. That he can afford to go there every day. And all you had to do is read one more sentence to <laughs> see, oh, he has annual passes. Right.
3: Exactly.
2: You know, but, you know, because you don't take the time to read that far, you know, you miss out on a lot of the details. And so that's, that's been one of the things that I've, you know, and how I've also, in the beginning, when I would read stuff and so how I've learned to answer some of the questions during these interviews, because, you know, I know that these, and these, comments are going to come, so I automatically put them into my responses that, well, I had an annual pass given to me to start, so that's how I was able to afford to go. Uh-huh.
0: Right. Which is smart. I gotta say, that's, yeah. those, are, those are good tactics, man. So, as you're as you're hitting, what is it, 2028 right 2028, now, yeah. um, yes. you don't have, uh, and I saw your article in the OC Register, uh, they were saying that you don't have any plans to stop but at this point, what what could get you to miss a day? Can
4: I can I make a guess? Yes, go ahead. Jeff, can I make a guess? Seeing that your favorite movie used to be Tron? I would say when the Tron light cycle opens at Walt Disney World, that might be a reason for him to miss so he can
2: go ride that ride. You know? Oh. Th- that, that's a possibility. You know, th- <laughs> there's always a possibility. Now, luckily for me, that won't be coming out this year. Right, right, right. Um, right, it'll be like you know, 2020 I mean, my, or my current annual pass is valid through um, until January of next year. So I've already got this year paid for. So, you know, and we'll see what happens as as the year comes up towards the end. You know that I'm continually evaluating things because <laughs> for for me, it was never a matter of trying to set a Guinness record. That's just something that happened in the process.
3: yeah,
2: um, you know, I mean, I've had another agency um, after two thousand there was another agency that posted on Facebook and Twitter that I had uh, earned the records. but I have not filed it with Guinness yet since I'm still going. Um, but according to their uh, website, it does qualify in that it is something. Now, I can't post the most visits in one year because of going for leap year and hitting all 366 because there's never going to be a chance for anyone to break that record. So I have to do most consecutive visits uh, overall to a theme park. Okay. And so that way it is obtainable by more than one person. And it is quantifiable, and that is through, you know, my for me, I'm lucky that Disney, since they're the ones that keep track of the electronic annual passes, it's not like something where I have to hold on to individual tickets, because it's all done um, on their side. Yeah. And now, unfortunately, it, you know, for you guys that might have, you know, 20, 30 visits, you know, in a row kind of thing, or want to find out, it's easy for you to walk into City Hall or one of the ticket booths to find out, whereas for me... It now involves IT uh, looking at my record to get an idea of exactly how many days I've been here.
0: Wow. That's crazy.
2: What? Yeah, <laughs> you know, cool. because when, when it was up to two hundred visits, I could swing into City Hall and they would take they would take the time and you know on their computer monitor they would count off the two hundred days in a row because that was pretty easy. Just but yeah, once I hit one thousand, two thousand, it's something major to where it, it does require them to pull IT into it to run an algorithm to pull all the dates out. Right.
0: <laughs> well, I gotta say, Jeff, I think you're a little nuts. <laughs> Uh, but a, well,
2: but like I told him like I told the mad hatter on day 2000 you know he's not the only mad one here well have a good time yeah.
0: yeah and I mean that in the best way possible because you know if if you're going to be if you're going to be uh, uh I what am I trying to say if you're going to be active in doing something um you're I think one of the few people who is active in in bettering themselves Continuously, yeah. right? Because you've said the parks elevated you. I, I, I you know, I, w- I would probably go so far to say it maybe changed your outlook on a lot of things. And yeah, and you yeah, said sir. that you yeah. were very, uh, very. Well,
2: not only that, like this year alone. Um, I started to, you know, watch what I'm eating along with being active and everything to where I've actually lost about 40 pounds or so this year. Jeez. Um You know, so, I mean, even in health-wise, it's been better, not just in a mental status, you know, but also a physical yeah. status. It has, it has helped me out. And, I mean, you can go back and look at my pictures, even myself. I look at my, I the other day I was just looking at some pictures from a couple years ago. And see like how rounded my face was, and compared to my pictures from you know this month, and I can see the difference. It was you know it started out I just had a few friends saying, "Have you lost weight? Have you lost weight?" And I'm like, "I don't know," because I hadn't jumped on the scale. Right. And then when I finally did, I was like, "Wow, I guess I really did lose weight." In fact, uh last month I went, I had to finally go to Costco and pick up a couple uh, pairs of uh, new shorts uh, <laughs> you that were smaller because my other stuff. You know, it was looking like I was going for the hillbilly style because I was bunching up the waistline so much with my belts in order to keep them from falling. Yeah,
0: I love it, man. It's the real, it's the real quantifiable Disney effect, and I love that. And I love this story, and I love talking to you about it tonight, Jeff. Because uh, there's not a lot of people who would do this. Not a not a lot of positive stories out there in the world these, especially these days. And this is this is a good one. Bev, you have a, a question. Go ahead, please. I
1: do have a question. So. um First of all, I just want to point out that we have all been to the park with Jeff. Oh,
2: yeah, that's oh, true. I guess
0: so, yeah. at some <laughs> we, probably, oh, goodness. Yeah. we probably yeah, passed one of long you been
2: within the last five and a half years, We a good have. chance of that. True. Absolutely.
1: Uh, I have a question, just uh, since you are the most experienced. Is there really an off-season?
2: Huh. There, there was me. more in the past. It's, uh, there still is, but it's uh, a lot shorter now. Um, you know, if you go... Uh, mid to late January or February. Um, but, you know, you have to go before like presidents or especially March because, you know, like when we were growing up, you would only have, you know, two, maybe three weeks of spring break. But now spring break alone is like six, seven weeks long. Yeah. And so, you know, there's so many uh, variables happening that stretch over the holidays or now, how halloween time used to just be the month of october now it starts all the way up on and around the 12th of september so mm. you only have like a week or two from labor day till the halloween time starts and so that's your off season there mm. um you know and so it really has thinned out in how much time is considered an off season but there is still chances i mean if you come midweek you know, that's still a good time to come. Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, you know, is usually some of the best mm-hmm. um, because then you have those guests that are leaving Sunday, Monday to fly home, but you're here before the guests are flying in to, to celebrate the next weekend or holiday. Um, you know, so those can make differences. The other thing to watch is, you know, during those off seasons, like in the beginning of the year, Yes, the park hours are shorter where they close eight to ten o'clock at night in Disneyland. But that's usually also because the crowds are a lot lower. So even though you have less hours in the park with mm-hmm. a smaller attendance level, you still are able to travel around as much, if not more attractions than you could during a full summer day of eight a m to midnight, you know, where like when I got here at five o'clock, you know they, as we're eating dinner at pizza port tonight um you know at five thirty six o'clock, they sold out of fast passes for uh space mountain, Whoa. so you know that's another six hours ahead, you know, and yeah. they're already out of fast passes um, you know, and so that's something to watch for uh you know, and now having uh today's the second day of having the max pass in use. Yeah. um and so how do you, how do you like you know, that yesterday thing? i um, it's not bad. I tried it out yesterday just bouncing around to see how it works out and then today I've been showing it to my girlfriend uh, for her first day and I've found, you know, pros and cons to things. Um, you know, uh, one, you have to go into one of the par- one of the two parts, uh, you know, depending on if you have a park hopper or a one-park uh, ticket will make that difference. You know, if you have a park hopper, like I, myself, I had the Signature Plus. Now, I'm lucky because the Signature Plus, being the top of the line, is the only pass that gets the Max Pass given to us for free as one of our uh, benefits now. Right. Um, in fact, Disney just announced uh, as of yesterday that... Um, it's also, because we're the only one that gets the max Signature Plus is also the only pass that has the photo pass included on it. Right. Um If you have, yeah. Uh, now, if you still, ha- if you currently have a signature level pass um, and you keep it active, then you can grandfather that photos. But if you go hmm. to purchase a new uh, signature level pass, I believe as of, Sunday or Monday, it no longer comes with the photo pass option. you have to pay to upgrade you up, uh, uh, to the max pass in order to have the photo pass part of it again that's crazy um, yeah you know and so that's and that's where you know in my eyes, you know right now it all it does is it makes the value of my pass even cheaper yeah. right you know i mean the right. sy- the signature plus is a thousand forty nine if you were to go and buy it today. Now that's you know even on just park admission and uh, parking, that's about uh, eight days, and you've covered the cost of your pass. So if you're going to spend at least eight days in the park um, over the time of a year, you've already covered that cost.
0: Yeah, you might as well
2: do it now. Now for myself, coming three hundred sixty three hundred sixty five days it brings it down to less than two dollars a day for me to visit Disneyland. So <laughs> it's cheaper than you going to Starbucks to get your coffee each day. And how many people do that? Right, right. Probably too many. Now, now when you add on the photo, um, pa- the photo pass and the now uh, the max pass, it makes it even cheaper. I mean, think about it this way: if you even paid one dollar per digital picture over the last year. I've downloaded over 1,600 images. Wow. That's crazy. I you know, because, I, it was more, you know, that's one of those things that before I never thought I would use. But once I had it, I got to the point where it's like I'm walking around. I see a PhotoPass photographer, you know, standing there. I'm like, hey, you busy? You want to have a photo shoot? You know, and <laughs> I've gotten some great photographs just joking around and having a good time with the PhotoPass photographers. That's awesome. You know, especially now, especially now with the different magic shots and stuff. I mean... Getting to go over and get a picture with, you know, not only can you have Tinkerbell in your hands over here in Disneyland, but now you can go over by Guardians and get Baby Groot in your hand. Oh, wow. That's true, yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, and that all adds. So then with the Max Pass, if you don't have a Signature Plus, you're either going to be spending $10 a day per person or $75 per person to add it to your annual pass for the rest of the currency of your pass, you know, until it, until the renewal date. So it may be a week, a month, it may be 11 months, um, whatever your annual pass renewal date is, you know, so then it's $75 per person. And because that's an add on, you can't put that on your monthly. You have to pay the full 75 up front.
0: That's crazy. Oh. That's crazy.
2: So, but, but yeah, so once you get into the park to activate your ticket, you can go ahead and bring up the app and start reserving times right there in front of the uh, train station.
0: Crazy. That's crazy, man. Well, hey, Jeff, we're going to let you go, but I do have uh, some questions to ask you that we ask every guest. Except Kyle. We keep okay. forgetting to ask Kyle. Yeah, I know, I know. And Kyle's probably like, I know. Why? Why would you ask me? Uh, but they're just very basic questions. You know, a couple couple words here and there. Uh, just kind of quick fire uh, questions. So uh, if you're ready for okay. that, uh, and then we'll let you go. Uh, what, fire away. All right. What is your favorite Disney attraction?
2: The Matterhorn Bob Bobsleds. Okay.
0: Nice. What's your least favorite Disney attraction?
2: Uh, I'm going to say Grizzly Rapids just because I don't always want to get soaked. <laughs> okay. It's okay.
0: Okay. a great reason. Uh, Pie eyed Mickey. That's when I'm in work clothes. Oh, yeah, absolutely, right? Uh, Pie eyed Mickey or round eyed Mickey?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I like them both, but I, if I have to choose one, I'll go for round eye.
0: Okay. What old ride should they bring back to the parks? people mover. Oh, I agree, I agree.
2: What current ride... I really miss the Tron Tunnel. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what current ride should they remove?
2: Ah, oh, man. Hmm. What current ride should they remove? Um. You know, that's a tough call. Uh, but you have to pick one. Yeah. How about... Let's go ahead and say, I'm gonna, I know there's people that are going to hate, but, uh, I'm going to say Winnie the Pooh Yeah. because they've already replaced the Country Bear Jamboree, and Winnie the Pooh is a cute ride, but it's a smaller one that I think could be updated.
0: Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Uh, who is your favorite Disney character?
2: In park or in at all?
0: At all, just at all from all time.
2: I like to use Bruce as my favorite. Who's the Bruce? great white shark from Nemo? From Nemo. Oh, okay. He's your friend. Because I'm also a scuba diver. Oh,
0: yeah. He is your friend. Uh, okay, and then last but not least, Jeff, if you could travel back in time and meet Walt Disney, what would you tell him?
2: Thank you. Yes. Uh, you know, thank you for, for having the creative uh, forethought and imagination to put this together and to start something so magical that has been shared with so many people around the world.
0: Agreed. Jeff, it's been a pleasure, my guy. I, I really appreciate it again for taking the time um, to to sit here and chat with us. And uh, you know, we'll be in the parks for that run that's happening in uh, September. So uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll cross paths and we'll get a churro together.
2: Definitely. Let me know when you're here. That'd be cool. All
0: right, man. Take it easy, Jeff. I appreciate it again. Thank you very much.
2: You guys all have a great night.
0: All right, man. Jeff. You too.
3: Bye.
2: All right.
0: Bye bye. That was cool.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It was. Wow. He he's got a life going on. That's pretty awesome, dude.
0: He's I mean, first of all, Dream Suite. If I this is the Secret Sweet. Show. I would say a, a bunch of other stuff, but yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's awesome. I know he's been. To, I know they've tossed him a Club Thirty Three thing sure. here that they Absolutely. have to
3: uh-huh.
0: D- lunch at the Carnation Cafe. So, Are you so high?
5: Do you think he's going to be going to that royal thing? The royal that that Club Thirty Three thing.
0: Oh Royal Street, yeah, that thing. Oh, he might that's probably that's what he's the talking about. That's restaurant that he hasn't yeah. been to. That's probably what he's where talking he's about going for dinner, or like the Napa Rose or whatever. Yeah, because he said he was going to a place where not many people have been, or something like that. Maybe 1901. They don't do dinner. No, he well, said you're right. they don't do dinner. He there. said that
1: yeah. he was he'd eaten at Club 33. He was going to eat somewhere he'd never eaten before. Yeah, right. I think it's has right. Homeboy's street. been there yeah.
0: two thousand. No, that's a good. That's a good Thank you. That's a good call. Okay.
5: So let's start the show. Let's start the show, (laughs) Brandon.
0: Let's do some feedback.
5: Okay. Um, This first one is from Rob.
0: Hello, Rob.
5: Hi, guys. I got a T-shirt idea. Have you seen the shirts that say Anaheim, Paris, California, and Tokyo?
0: Yes.
3: What
5: about a shirt that says Jason, Bev, Terrence, and Taryn? Just a thought. Thanks, Rob.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's I think you're cute. the only
5: one who would get it.
0: I think you're the oh, only if one.
5: If you would
0: look, I mean, if people <laughs> want a shirt like that, I will make. Well, I will. I will make Taryn make one and then put it on TeePublic, Public. But oh. Speaking of T Public, oh dear. We got our Churro shirts pulled again.
3: Yeah. Oh, seriously?
0: Yeah. So I actually had to write a, what do they call it, a DMCA um, uh, Act, the Digital Millennial Millennia <laughs> Copyright <laughs> Act or whatever. Yes, yeah. Yes.
5: Millennials are ruining everything.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, the, the problem was T Public was like, well, they don't mention your design or anything specific about it at all, but we just pulled it. And I think they just pulled it. Well, they need to quit. Right. So then I put it back up. Because I'm like, oh, it's a parody. And then they pulled it again. They're like, be careful. You can get banned for putting up content that we've already pulled. So I had to write this big, long, like legal sounding letter, which, you know, how, I, how well I speak <laughs> um, and basically citing all this stuff and was like, hey, look, we're a parody this. This isn't va- this isn't valid because you didn't give it to us in, in, in writing because uh, there's nothing from the complainant themselves about specifically what is copywritten. There's no example of what their artwork is that we're copywriting. So blah, blah, blah. Mm. Plus, it's a parody. So therefore, you know, we humbly ask that you put our artwork back up. And hopefully that'll be enough. Yeah. Hope so. But uh, anyway, all the other shirts. So the other shirts are there like EO and whatever that are in that format. If you want one uh, of our names, I, I, I didn't do it. Honestly, if if it was anything else, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Why not? But it's just because I don't. I feel weird about putting my own name on a T-shirt.
3: It
5: feels a little self-serving. It
0: feels very self-serving. But if that's what people want, I mean, you know. Sure. Why not? But uh, it's a cool. Thank you for thinking of us. Yeah. I think that's a really cool idea. I just don't know He's also in the chat
5: right now Oh (laughs) So hi
0: What were you thinking? No I'm kidding Oh by the way um, Sorry Okay After feedback We're going to do A rundown of all the cool stuff That happened at D23 This past weekend And a little bit of Disney news And then then we're going to leave So if you want to call And chime in on anything The phone number is 925-272-9794 That's 925-272-9794 continue please turn
5: all right oh and then stop go ahead uh the next one is from marcus hello hello. (laughs) i'm so happy i found your podcast when doing a search for splash mountain on the itunes uh your podcast came up and i'm so happy it did i love anything brayer and listen to it on a whim i love the history of episodes i started downloading them randomly then decided to subscribe We won him over. (laughs) Nice. Awesome. Um, Would you ever consider doing one on Mr. Toad's wild ride? Never. (laughs) No, of course. Yeah, we'll get there, I think. Uh, We'll we'll end up doing all the rides, I hope.
0: We should do that one next if anybody wants to tackle that history of Mr. Toad's.
5: Yeah, for sure. Um, Cool. He says, um, I've been to Walt Disney World in Florida multiple times, and we lost that ride to the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, unfortunately. As a male adult, I'm afraid to say I love character hunting, and I'm sad that...
0: As <laughs> <laughs> a male adult, I'm afraid to say that I love character hunting. <laughs> now, that would be a quote for a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that's
5: funny. <laughs> um, and I'm sad that at night, fewer seem to appear. Um, as well as, why isn't there any kind of villain character dining? That'd be amazing. That
0: would be awesome, dude. That's a good idea. Ooh,
4: that's a really good idea. Right?
0: Yeah. Like Hook and Big Bad Wolf. and Maleficent. Um, what's yeah. the half...
4: Black, Black, half-white, um, haired...
0: Lady. Bride of Frankenstein?
5: Cruella. Thank you, yes. Um, he continues, uh, I never heard you talk about it, but do any of you enjoy meeting characters or ever go hunting for the rare ones?
0: Um, no. I mean... Uh, no.
5: No. I actually get very nervous. When I meet the characters, well, I don't know why. Taryn gets
0: weird about around celebrities. So, <laughs> it's, um, I, I've met, I've done like a couple with like friends and their kids, right? But without kids, I well, don't he's know. He's an
5: adult male.
0: He, he's an adult male, but he didn't say he didn't have any kids. For me personally, without kids, I feel weird about it. I did strange. meet Eeyore because I used to wear Eeyore ears around, mm-hmm. like the headband ears, um, and I thought that was funny. Yeah, to meet Eeyore and I have a picture of you know me frowning with Eeyore you know looking all mopey. Um, we
5: have a couple photos with them, but yeah, no, we don't seek them out really.
0: No, and mainly also because I don't want to wait in the lines. It's probably more of what uh, it is. Yeah, that's true. It, Now that I think about it, Terrence.
4: So I remember um, this was years ago. We all took a trip to Disneyland, and our fr- friend Warren Beardy, uh, he didn't seek the seek this person out, but um, you know he has a long beard, and Rapunzel yeah. found him. And so Rapunzel came oh, up yeah. and gave him gave him a hug and took a picture, and then walked away. And Warren's wife was. <laughs> She, she was heated. Nah, not yet. Not yet. She was She was a little annoyed. Like, why is this girl touching my man? And then Rapunzel comes
3: back three she minutes back. later with,
4: with flowers in her hands and starts putting flowers in his beard so that his beard matches her beard. And it was the one time her I beard? was going to look for, I mean, her Her hair. Yeah. I was going to look for security. Like, security, you need to watch this, uh, this person over here because she might attack. Um, Candy Rapunzel was mad, right dude. Yeah. Well, weird. it was funny
5: because I I remember watching that and I was like, "This is the coolest thing that's ever happened yeah! that I have seen happen it at really Disneyland." Is. And then I turn around and I see Candy's face and I'm like, "Oh, not like for everyone." Drilling,
0: <laughs> drilling holes in the Rapunzel's back, of Rapunzel's head. It was and so then, funny. and I think I think she was very. Um, staticky with Warren the rest of the day. She was. Like like Warren had anything to do with it. Like, why are you going think... to
4: let this girl... Why, why are you trying to holler at Rapunzel? <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, really?
5: I mean, let's be honest. It was just an excuse to be mad at Warren.
0: That's true. We, we all, all have We all have right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, And then he, he just goes on and says he hasn't been to Disneyland um, as often as... Uh, Disney World um, uh, and he finishes in the meantime I love the new episodes and and slowly trying to catch up on the many I've missed before I found the podcast thanks again for the time and sorry for the lengthy comment it's fine
0: yeah thank you very much appreciate it
5: yeah it's awesome Um, this next one is Mm -hmm. from Paul hello Paul I too I too thought quicksand would be a big problem growing up from the Saturday morning (sighs) cartoons I watched okay Johnny Quest and Scooby-Doo gang had real issues with quicksand no right? <laughs> <laughs> and it would pop up just when you'd least expect it, like at a museum or a farm. You know, the normal places for quicksand to be. Yeah. And I think Carol Burnett did a quicksand skit on her variety show, too. So both the daytime and pri- primetime shows warned us of the danger of quicksand. Anyway, I've been a listener for a few years. Awesome. Uh, started listening prior to my 2015 Disneyland trip and continue listening to keep up with the best Disney park in the U.S. I've just realized this week that Terrence and Taryn are two separate people. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. oh.
5: All this time... I made
0: I th- that mistake once, too.
5: <laughs> All this time, I thought Taryn was a nickname for the host named Terrence. Oh, just sorry. thought I'd share that with you. Keep up the great <laughs> podcast and beware of quicksand. I'm
4: trying to think so...
5: So then we were the
1: same person, like
5: there was yeah. one female.
4: Oh, okay. I get or that, maybe
5: like before Bev, he just thought like I wasn't saying anything. Or like, oh, like or, I yeah. didn't have a name.
4: Like, yeah, so Taryn, how was your day? <laughs> my day was good. How was your day, Taryn? So, my day
0: was good as well. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for asking. Hey, there's a lot of mentally ill people in the world. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, maybe you're, maybe you're two of them. That's true. <laughs> yeah.
5: Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, this next one is from Ryan. Hey, guys, I've been a longtime listener of the Diz Unplugged and. At- podcast and a few other disneyland podcasts the backside of water is a little known gem and although i enjoy the dis unplugged immensely i found them to be uh to be prone to curmudgeonly tendencies that's like a hashtag hashtag curmudgeonly tendencies
1: Aren't we called, wasn't jason called a curmudgeon yeah
5: at, yeah, at one called, point
4: uh, the dude from up <laughs> that's me
1: uh, he continues.
5: Uh, they're all older and seem to have forgotten that the park is for families and primarily kids. It's great to have a more youthful podcast that I can relate to. My wife and I are 31 and have uh, renewed enthusiasm for Disneyland now that we've got little ones of our own daughters, four and two. That's cool. I also love that you guys rep the Bay. I'm in Livermore.
0: Hey, that's right. <laughs> it's my hometown,
1: <laughs> and have
5: really Jay enjoyed.
0: Place. Stop it. Right what? off Ruby. I need
1: you to
5: never. Do
0: right that. off Ruby Drive.
1: Turn your microphone off. Right yeah. off.
0: Pearl. Right. Right off Merdell! What's up, Merdell? Can you claim that? Merdell Lane, sure I can claim can Murdell you stop Lane.
1: Talking? Are you done?
0: Jade Place. East side Jade. Well
5: uh, he did really enjoy listening. Was north he, he's side probably Jade. done with us now. Gosh, he's I'm, I'm done with us. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna. Keep yeah, that's what
0: you should do. During the
5: Space Mountain episode, I too finished Terrence's sentence by singing, "Believe it or not, I'm walking on air."
0: <laughs> I never thought I could be so. Bram, bram, this bram, guy bram. is
5: just like another you guys.
0: Yeah, that's good. <laughs> great. Uh, welcome. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, this
5: is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> he says, grab a
0: beer, bro.
4: So he started singing,
5: "Believe it or not, I'm walking on air," to only be met with a tremendous eye roll from my wife. I will get along with her. Hey, us too. <laughs> if uh, If you're ever out in the East Bay, I'd love to meet up for a beer and talk about the park, Ryan.
4: We live in the East Bay. Yeah, we live here. We're here all the time. We're here right now. Come on.
5: (laughs) All day, every day. Um, Okay. And then this last one is from a young listener named Alex.
0: Hello, Alex.
5: Hello, Ears Up. I love your podcast. My mom asked me if I was all right, then saw my earbuds and realized I was silently laughing at your show. (laughs) My dad wrote in to the third episode saying he yells at his radio when listening to you. (laughs) I yell at my iPod because of you. (laughs) Hi, Bev. Hi. Taryn, your like, segment...
0: Like daughter, like dad. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah.
5: <laughs> hi, Taryn. Or, no, she said hi, Bev. Hi, Bev. Taren, hi, your segment, Terrence thinks not Stinks, is amazing. I always <laughs> laugh, and I love and I love Jell-O pool. I love your Jello pool. Nice. Um, I also love how Jason tries to leave, or Terrence's booming laugh is heard in the background. I'm re-listening to episodes in recently past Disneyland uh, ride movies. Taryn, your idea was obviously the best idea.
0: <laughs> obviously.
5: <laughs> and I almost shed a tear when I heard you say Robin Williams would play Silly Billy Willie, and it took me a second to realize when this podcast was recorded he was still alive. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Terrence, yours came in second, but only because Jason's IntelliDance is awful. <laughs>
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. I, <laughs> what 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 IntelliDance? I don't even remember I don't remember was before, before my
5: time. I think it was, yeah. yeah. Um she she continues, I had an idea of Rainbow Ridge, Thunder Mountain. Amanda and her two friends, Jasmine and Charlotte, go on Amanda's family road trip. At a stop in Rainbow Ridge, Amanda's parents want to go to the bar in Golden Horseshoe. <laughs> yeah. So they tell Amanda okay. to take her friends and her younger brother, Jason on the educational train tour through the mines. But when, but the train starts accidentally and the four go on a high-speed adventure through the active mines with no one to stop the train. Directed by me, <laughs> starring Peyton List, Dove Cameron, Bailey Madison, Bradley Stephen Perry, Nicolas Cage,
0: okay. I know that one, oh, yeah.
5: <laughs> and the Rebecca one- Mader.
0: Crazy old Nicholas. I know Cage. who Rebecca
5: Maters. Oh, that's good.
0: I feel like these are. I mean, look, I'm 39. I don't know uh, who these people no, no. are, <laughs> Alex. I'm sorry, you can but make uh, up names at this point. Yeah, <laughs> Chad Chaddington.
4: Yeah, yeah, that
0: guy's great. Yeah. I like John. Nicholas
5: Cage. A break though. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, cool. he's
0: probably he's pro- I, if I had to guess, he's probably the crazy old miner oh, who's like yeah. tracing uh, everybody out. Yes, yes. <laughs> probably. Yeah.
5: Um, uh, she says, "I am 11, and I'm guessing two of the four of you will know half of these. Sorry." Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay. There you go. Okay, Bev. This will take a second. Your Easter eggs episode was amazing. I do. I did not know some of the Easter eggs you said. But when I'm bored, and that's a lot, I, lo- I look up D- Disney Easter eggs. I'm going to name seven in okay. in, right. in Big Hero Six. There is an Olaf and a hand salute. Hans, sorry. In Frozen, which I also dislike except the songs, but not let it go. The mound of chocolate Anna eats is from Wreck It Ralph. In, Mo- okay. in Moana, there is a okay. Kakamora with uh, Baymax's face. I found another one in I Moana. Saw that one, yeah. Oh,
0: I haven't seen Moana yet. Oh, it's Great. so good! At the very
1: end, Wreck-It Ralph is there, like at the end of the credits.
5: He just, yeah. oh really, just he's just chilling, just hanging out. <laughs> uh, Weird. He's on
0: vacation.
1: Um, also, the Marshmallow
5: Monster from Frozen has a tapestry in Moana yeah. when the grandma's uh, telling a story. Yep. When Maui is singing, "You're welcome." Once everything, uh, once everything is now fake, and Maui is basically hypnotizing Moana to steal her uh boat flounder can be seen. alert! In a blink, and you miss it. Nice. Wow. Okay. Yeah, she's good. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, I went to Disneyland for my birthday, and I have this to say about Fantasyland: Snow White's Scary Adventure is horrifying. <laughs> I'm almost.
0: It's in the name, though, Alex. I'm <laughs> well, going to say that is that. true.
5: I almost screamed, and once again, I'm 11. My, my best friend wrote it with me and gripped the safety bar way way too tightly. Pinocchio. It broke down as we sat down. We didn't even go anywhere. Mm. We had to wait 15 minutes before we could get back on. I was so excited when I did the math and added 26 plus 14 minus 30 equals my birthday. But I did not have Wi-Fi at the hotel and had to wait to listen to it at home. Sorry this is so long, but I would like to hear more Imagineering ideas. I have one. Turn the restaurant into Buzz's ass... Wait... Turn the restaurant next to Buzz Buzz's Astro Blasters into Pizza Planet.
0: Okay, oh, that's uh, a good idea. Right, good idea. like the walk-up counter in Tomorrowland that faces yeah. the yeah, yeah. the Johns Pizza Planet.
5: Yeah. Right. Also, I love caviars. Oh, thank oh, thanks you, thanks, Alex. Alex. And I have a memory of meeting Taryn and Jason and riding Space Mountain with them and my mom. That's true. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, okay now
1: I'm done
0: sincerely okay. Alex thank you Alex
1: it's an articulate 11 year old yeah
0: she's good
4: yeah. so the um, the Hans thing she was talking about yeah. I just saw it last time I watched Be- Big Hero 6 when they go into the um, police station and they're trying to say you know this guy stole my microbots one of the wanted posters I, t- I talked about that oh I never noticed it before <laughs> I wasn't here for that episode
1: oh that's right yeah, yeah oh. no, I talked about that okay I said there was a wanted poster of Hans in the back okay that's cool That's cool. That's it. That's all. Okay. That's
0: feedback. Feedback. All right. So, uh, as you guys may or may not understand or know or whatever, D twenty three was last weekend in Anaheim, and they dropped some bombs, dude. Like figurative bombs. But uh, well, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. But some really cool, amazing things that they're going to be doing in the parks. Uh, Kind of a lot of it is is Disney World heavy, but I still think it's important to talk about because. It's stuff that we've complained about before. <laughs>
5: right. So let's keep complaining. So let's keep
0: complaining, right? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, first of all, Star Wars Land is now called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And it will never not be Star Wars Land. It just no, will never Star not Wars be. it's Star Wars Land. Tomorrow Land, well, New Orleans Square, but Frontier Land, Fantasy Land, Star Wars Land, Bugs Land, and Bugs Cars land. land. Right. I don't understand. A ga- a Star it's, Wars Galaxy's Edge. Like, what? All right. Uh, and whatever you want. Are we going to talk about that? Or are we We're just talking gonna... about it. Okay, so. We'll talk about it right now. It's, the name
4: isn't. Um, Star Wars Land, I guess, wasn't I, I sexy enough? I don't know how else to say it, but you know, okay. just calling it Star Wars Land didn't seem like it was enough of a name for the monstrosity that it's going to be. Right, but at the same time, I would have. But and not to be too negative, I still think it's going to be an amazing land. I think they'll do a great job of with it. Yeah, of but, course, yeah. Um, but I, I wish they would have named it like I don't like like. Tatooine, or or named it after an actual city
0: that Not existed. Just Galaxy's Edge, right? It existed
4: yeah. in it, and then made it look like that because now it seems like what they're going to do is just start piecemealing different places that were from completely different planets within the Star Wars galaxy, and try to just shove them together, and then say, "Well, it's Galaxy's Edge." So it's it, it you know. And what that reminds me of, because of that, it reminds me of the Harry Potter world kind of a thing where. Um, I was ex- more excited about this because I thought you would be immersed into an area from the movie, but an area from the movie. But uh-huh. like with Harry Potter World, you have all of these areas from the movie that are not next to each other, actually next to each other in this land. So,
0: What I you got to do is you got to go the, to the Universal in Florida and go to Harry Potter World. Right, right. Diagon Alley is infinitely better than Hogsmeade. Infinitely better. Right, okay. Because of that reason.
4: Right, right. So I don't know. I mean – Galaxy's I'm, I'm not digging the I'm name. Not on and it. there's nothing else in the park that has like a subtitle.
0: Right. Here's, so it's kind of weird. Here's the rundown. Um, Where would I go? Okay. Uh, new details were revealed about the immersive Star Wars themed lands that will open in 2019 at Disneyland, uh, including a name we already talked about. The lands are set in a remote trading port on the edge of wild space. Terrence, a name that represents all of the unknown adventure happening within. It doesn't really, but that's fine. Uh, guests will find themselves in the middle of the action, whether they're piloting the Millennium Falcon or aboard a Star Destroyer inside a hangar bay, which seems like the most boring thing. I'm in a Star Destroyer parked. I'm in a parked star. Cool. Uh, the scale of this attraction is unlike anything we've ever done before, um, said uh, someone called Chapik, And I don't want to scroll up to find his name because my mouse is broken. Um <coughs> Walt Disney Imagineer uh, Scott Trowbridge told Disney fans, quote, This is a living place, a place where your choices matter. Guests might see some galactic credits come their way, or they could end up on the list of a local bounty hunter. There will also, of course, be a cantina for unique drink concoctions, including blue milk.
4: That's the
1: dumbest thing in the world.
0: With a a familiar face playing DJ, the droid Rex, who will hopefully have more success as a DJ than he did as a star speeder pilot for Star Tours. Both lands will open in 2019, uh, but Disneyland Park uh, guests will be the first to visit Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Blah 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 blah. So you know, you guys can go online, and if you haven't already, which I don't know why you 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 wouldn't have, um, there's a fly through. So they did a whole a scale model. I'm assuming it's a scale model, and then uh, with all the detail, and they they did like kind of a mini cam fly through of it. And I gotta say, it looks really bland and boring. It looks it looks very beige. It looks like a strip mall. It, I, I don't know. I don't like it. I'm not I'm not jazzed about it. Do you it. think and, it's all gonna be? Anyway,
1: elect- I feel like there will be more color.
5: I don't because we when we walked through Disney World in the Hollywood Studios place, yeah, that the uh, Star Wars area was very beige. Mm-hmm. However, I think it looks awesome. I was not excited for this whole thing at all until Hmm. I saw that. And then I was like, wow, this actually, I mean, we all know they're going to do a good job with it. I think it's going to be really cool.
0: Uh, Look, I think it'll be cool. Don't get me wrong. And I've always said that, right? I've complained a lot about it. Um, but in the end i know that they will do right just like the guardians of the galaxy ride i knew that it would be a great ride i just complained about it right this i don't know i'm watching it right now and it's it just seems really boring i don't know maybe maybe it'll be different once i'm there but and i also suffer from star wars overload well, i'm yeah. overloaded with star wars right now and i kind of roll my eyes every time a new star wars announcement comes out or a new toy or new right. game it's like oh good they are milking that Star Wars oh, yeah. franchise for everything that it's worth and it's it's killing a lot of the joy that I had for Star Wars so I, I well I'm not excited for the land I'm not excited for it because I'm overdosed with Star Wars 10 years ago get out of my way right I right. will camp there <laughs> but now we've had how many movies two movies come out um, the Han yeah. Solo movies coming out next year there's gonna be they're doing a movie every year so, yeah. they did a new aren't they doing some sort of new series or whatever they are yeah. all the toys yeah um, I, I just I don't care about it as much. It's not as special to me. I can understand that. Yeah, but that's that's my weirdness. Um, but you guys think it looks cool? I do. It looks cool. There's great potential. I think the um,
4: Millennium Falcon ride could be really really amazing. Could be. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also a little worried about the if there's a hangar with the Star Destroyer there. How big is the hangar? Because I right want to make sure that you're not seeing this from other parts of the park.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that's probably. Well, true
4: they
1: have too. that. That rock thing, like they haven't, like they have. Um, like have Shut up. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. The it looks a lot like the uh, the Cars Land rock sort of uh-huh. formation. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. And I think that will probably block view. Sure. Can, Hopefully it does. Yeah. Higher. Yeah.
0: But how? Ca- I mean, but that is a good point. Just it's huge on a lot of sense of are, scale.
4: Star destroyers ha- are humongous. How can a
0: star destroyer be in a hangar?
5: How do you guys know how big a Star
0: Destroyer is? Have you seen the
4: movies? Yeah. So think about this. The hangar that the Star Destroyer would be in would be a hangar in a building that is the size of the Death Star. That's
0: humongous. Let me Google how big is a star. Destroyer, look at that!
4: I want I actually oh. want to hear someone
0: describe. Well, you see, it's um for approximately. It's- I
1: feel like that's exactly what's happening right now. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a mile long. It's fifty-two hundred feet long.
4: That's insane.
0: So how can it be in a friggin' hangar? And then it's going to be huge. It's going to be humongous. But it can't be there. It can't. The whole thing can't be there. Maybe you're on the bridge of a star destroyer. You want to know how many Tie Fighters on a Star Destroyer? Think- <laughs> um, that's the thing. That's where the Tie Fighters they are being have launched from. At least thirty-seven thousand officers and crew, counting as the Stormtrooper complement, one division or legion of ninety-seven hundred men, would total forty-six thousand seven hundred. You want to know cared. how long a Superstar can.
5: So I have a question. A are you point. sure
0: you have a question? Yeah. You sound very unsure of it.
5: Uh, this walkthrough and the model and everything, yes. that's the one for Disney World.
0: Is it? I don't know. I would well, assume it's for Disneyland because article, it's going to be open first. Well, but I the, don't know.
5: No. In the article, the, the title is Disney's Hollywood Studios, Star Wars okay. in Land Update. So it, maybe we are not getting that giant thing.
0: Uh, that's a good point. I don't know. I haven't seen anything it, that says it one way or the other, so uh, I may be totally wrong. But uh, what we're definitely not getting is a Star Wars themed resort at Walt Disney World. Again, well, it's the whole
5: thing. Too the whole much. resort is becoming Star Wars. It's too
0: much for me. It's too much for me. Um, Part of a new Disney 360 Vacation concept This revolutionary New vacation experience Will be a living adventure And we talked about This before uh, That allows guests To immerse themselves In an entirely new Form of Disney Storytelling Um, Do I really want To read it No So basically You walk in The hotel And you get a Storyline Everybody gets a story. Oh, line. really? And then you interact with like each other dinner. within the story. I like line. it. Um, from the second you arrive, you'll become a part of Star Wars history. You'll immediately become a citizen of the galaxy and experience all that it entails, including dressing up in the proper attire.
5: I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that.
0: Um, the story will touch every single minute of your day. Don't like that. And it will culminate in a unique journey for every person who visits.
1: I mean, if you're going there just for that, then whatever. Cool. Yeah, but if you're going there on vacation and that's just an added part of your vacation, then that's I a don't lot. think that's a good idea.
0: I mean, yeah, it just—I don't know. Look, God bless them. Okay. Also, I saw
1: the rooms that they expect you to be lodging in,
0: and well, I don't think those are me the rooms. Don't play that. I don't think those are the rooms. They can't be the rooms because those look very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so those are the big Star Wars announcements I don't care about them anymore I'm kind of officially (laughs) over Star Wars which really hurts my inner 14 year old but such is life Um, another ride that we're getting in are we getting this in Disneyland which one are you talking about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway.
1: No, we are no, not. That's replacing the movie ride. Yeah. No, oh, the
0: gra- That's right. The great movie ride I'm is dying so a quick death.
1: Happy. I'm
4: sorry, buddy.
0: Oh my oh, god. It's, I know
1: it. So I know it hurts bad. you. It hurts the that movie. Is, the that, that ride old man that lives inside so of you. So
0: bad. Um, anyway, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will allow guests to step through the movie screen and find themselves inside a Mickey Mouse cartoon short. This is exciting to me. This I think sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Of course, they had to throw in a a masterpiece pun. (laughs) Rafferty said the Imagineers are calling the new experience 2.5D. No glasses are required to turn the flat world of the Mickey cartoon shorts into a dimensional display of amazingness. Um,
5: They actually said amazingness?
0: Amazingness, yeah. And it's going to have more hidden Mickeys than any other attraction anywhere. Wow.
5: That's kind of fun.
0: Yeah, that's kind of cool, man. So that seems cool. The only issue I do so have right with it is like to do. it's like the new, the new version of Mickey Mouse where he's kind of like hipper. Right. right. And, and mm. it's not like the classic Mickey Mouse that we all know, which, you know, whatever. That's fine. Uh, big plans for Disney World, 50th anniversary. No one cares. I mean, everyone cares, but... Uh, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> They're going to have a new um, dining experience in Epcot where you can dine in space. That'll be weird.
5: I think that's the restaurant that we went into. And no. It had the talking trash can.
0: I know what you're talking about. No, this is going to be a brand new restaurant, oh, apparently.
5: Because it looks just like it. Yeah. All
0: right. Um, and then, uh, of course, Tron is coming to Magic Kingdom, the Tron light cycle. And we complained about this, of course, which, not that we did that much didn't but
1: it, Didn't we say that the the thing that was released was inaccurate? Or am I confusing our...
0: I don't know what you're I talking about. I feel like we watched
1: a, a, ride, like a, a sneaked ride through or something, and you were like, this is not real. There's no way this is real.
0: You're talking about the Pandora Johns.
1: I am talking about the Pandora... I won't use the word Johns. Okay.
0: But I, yes, I um, am confusing things. No, we were talking You're about that when we were talking about Shanghai in the opening and Shanghai has the Tron light cycle, right? Yeah. That's
3: right. And yeah. then we're
0: like, why did why does every other park get everything better? It's cool. Right. Why doesn't this why isn't this in the American parks first? Well, now it is. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, next to Space Mountain. Do, 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 yes, Space Mountain, and it won't replace anything. Right. It'll be its, it's own new thing. Now, you have a problem with this, Terry. I, I just don't think
4: it's necessary. I mean, you but already
5: why, why wouldn't you want a no, new no, ride? No, hold
4: on. Why is everyone yelling at me? Because, because you just said,
0: why is a new ride necessary?
4: No, 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 no. I'm not saying, why is a new ride necessary? I don't think exactly. it's necessary there. I think they could have put it in a different park that doesn't get as many visitors. Where? They could... Put it in Hollywood studio. So Hollywood Studios. Well, they're getting everything. They're getting not getting Toy
0: it. Story, you're, and they're getting right. they're, they're getting t- Star t- Wars
4: yeah.
1: Where's Pandora going?
3: It
0: Is already there, exists.
3: Uh, no. in Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Whatever. Sure. Well,
1: it's
4: just I don't know. It just seems weird to me to put it there.
0: And by I, space. And I want by it. Space Mountain. And, I want it too. But where it. would you put it here? Uh, I would personally rather would, have this than Star Wars Land. I'll tell you. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't know and about I that. love Star Wars. I yeah, love Star we Wars. We have the shirt on. I can tell I have you. Have the shirt love, on. Yes. I've got Mark Hamill yes. back here. <laughs> I got a bunch. I, I, I love Star Wars yeah. to death. And I, I am not excited about the new Star Wars Johns at all. I would much rather have a Tron Light Cycle ride. I'd rather have five Tron Light Cycle rides. I would rather have a ten minute Tron Light Cycle ride. The, ten the minute
4: entirety of Star Wars Land.
0: <laughs> yes. Wow. Weird. Because okay. I think it's going to be they
1: could get rid of Heinrich.
0: Not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that, I don't know that's all I that. have to say about that
5: I, I have to disagree with you there but I also disagree with Terrence
0: here's the, uh, the, really, the truly <laughs> honestly the truly exciting news of this whole announcement uh-huh. everyone talks about Star Wars Land everyone's talking about the Marvel Hotel I don't even know what that's about this to me is the most exciting announcement of them all it is The gondolas are coming back to Walt Disney World. Yeah. The Skyway of Tomorrow or the Skyway to Tomorrowland or whatever it was called. uh, That's coming back. It is now called the Disney Skyliner. And uh, they say, with gondolas themed to beloved Disney characters, the Disney Skyliner will connect Disney's Art of Animation, Pop Century, and Caribbean Beach Resorts and other locations with uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios and the International Gateway at Epcot. So uh,
5: so it's cool because it's a new it's another way to get from your hotel to yeah, to a park. So that part's a lot awesome. of transportation. Yeah, But those things are terrifying.
0: I know. I can't wait. To, they're just. Are you serious? No, I don't. Know. Okay, but I, I love like to say? I really? love the thing as a kid for sure. Yeah. As, I mean, as a kid,
5: when you when you it's don't- a big ski
0: lift. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah,
5: it's very scary. It's on a wire, but you're also afraid and goes of quicksand. Th- it goes over the thing, and it goes, and it like bumps, uh, and no, then your cousin I, and then it
0: tries bit, to shake and then it, it, yeah, and
3: yeah it shake swings. you off. It's
4: right, well, your cousin won't ride with you. <sighs> was that a Great so. America? Because uh, the ones to Great America was super It was super at the jank. Oakland Zoo. What? Oh, those my are co- crazy death
1: janky. traps.
4: Yeah, you're right. And, <laughs> and
5: he's like going over
1: it as you're going over the lions.
4: Yes.
0: Oh my god. Tell me
1: about it. Like,
5: and I wasn't even that young. I was probably like.
0: It was just Two days I, ago, like fourteen <laughs>
5: or twelve, and my cousin just is sh- same age as me, just shaking the thing, and he's like, <laughs> "It's funny, right?" And I'm, I just
4: wanted to die. Well, you would have. You I, said I, I almost did. You definitely would have. <laughs> no, that's there, for sure, dude. No, I like it though. I like it's a little nod to the past. I like that a lot. I wish. It, I wish we still had those in Disneyland as well.
0: Me too. But
1: I just wonder if. History is going to repeat itself, and they're going to need to take them out again, right?
0: Because because of the large people, because
1: of the fatness, yeah.
0: The um, rat tattoo is getting some some love in the French pavilion at uh, Epcot. Speaking of Epcot, a rat tattoo inspired attraction will take guests on a dazzling chase across a kitchen with the sights, sounds, and smells of Gusteau's Parisian restaurant. Pattern after the number one family attraction at Disneyland Paris, the new attraction will open by the 50th anniversary of Disney World in 2021. Nice. Didn't we talk about doing something like that? Wasn't that someone's... That was me. It's your boy. An
4: interactive meal would have been so great.
0: I agree. (laughs) I agree. Here's another interesting, cool, and loving thing that we enjoy for Disney's Hollywood Studios. Will open the summer of 2018. That means we'll be able to see it, Taryn, when we go back next year. Oh. If we still... Are we still doing that? We're still I don't know. I think we have people counting on us to do that. I think we have people... But nobody's booked anything I think people... Oh, we can see. Um, Disney announced that Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios will open in the summer of 2018. In the new land, you'll find yourself shrunk to the size of a toy to explore the world of Andy's backyard with your favorite Toy Story characters, including Woody and Buzz... And Toy Story Land will feature two new themed attractions. Slinky Dog Dash will be a family coaster attraction where you'll zip, dodge, and dash around many turns and drops that Andy has created to really make Slinky and his coils stretch to his limits. Interesting. Alien swirling saucers will also be a new attraction at Toy Story Land, so it's designed caps. as a toy playset that Andy got from Pizza Planet, inspired by the first Toy Story film. Aliens are flying around in their toy flying saucers, trying to capture your rocket toy vehicle with the claw. <laughs>
4: that
0: sounds That's awesome. cute. I like that. Yeah, that sounds cute. I love Pixar.
1: I love Pixar.
0: It's I love Pixar. Favorite. Me too. And then last but not least, um, Paradise Pier in Disney's California Adventure, the second best park in Anaheim, um, is going to be rethemed to Pixar.
1: Yay! This is the best. This is is the most exciting news.
0: (laughs) They got it right. They got it right. It's going to be called Pixar Pier and allows Walt Disney Parks and Resorts to bring even more favorite characters to life. Starting next year... Pixar Fest will include a new fireworks, spectacular, special characters, and entertainment moments. Whatever an entertainment moment is. Um, for me, it's a churro, but whatever. know <laughs> um, it's
1: probably like, you know, in Cars Land when randomly like that one car comes out and it plays music and then they do like a musical thing. Yeah, I think it. it's those things. Like sure. that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Also, next year, the Pixar Play Parade will move to Disneyland Park in order to make way for the fan-favorite Paint the Night Parade, which will move back and move to Disney's California Adventure with a brand new float. Yes. In case anyone cares. In case anyone gives a heck. Um, And then also, this fall, guests will be able to see Radiator Springs get a Halloween layover. I love that idea, too. Me, too. So,
4: they should...
5: Hmm. Really? That yeah. surprises me a lot. Oh but my god. I
4: love that idea. I well, like the
5: idea. Yeah, yeah me I too. think it's kind of stupid. I just oh don't understand gosh. the purpose of it. If
4: there's anyone that's going to celebrate Halloween, it would be Mater. That would be that's so great. Why? Because he's just whimsical like that. He would definitely do that. You can see Mater with uh, fake things and like a Dracula collar on.
0: I mean, I it.
4: Basically, I think it would be great.
0: I'm really looking forward to this. So I think, and I was—it was funny because uh, Kyle. I'm just going to keep. I'm just going to say his name because I don't care. Because Kyle and I were talking about this a couple months ago, and he was like, "Dude, that land is ripe for Halloween overlay." Yeah. And uh, and you know, I don't know if he was just reading rumor sites or what, but it happened. So I told him I was like, the only way it would be really cool is if they did stuff like in the '50s Halloween decorations, like like this kind of stuff.
4: Ah, oh, yeah. Like
0: yeah, the yeah. like just google oh, 50s halloween yeah. decorations and go to images yeah. and like the the old black cat uh, with like the orange pants or like the old witches or the the paper skeletons with the like um, accordion paper arms and yeah. legs and stuff like that. That is what I could see Cars Land looking like. Yeah. Super huh. old school, super 50s that's 60s cool. looking. Yeah, that's that's great in idea. my mind what I want. It's a great idea. So how Thank much you.
5: do you think the DCA halloween party is going to be?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, John better be free, dude. Yeah.
5: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Dan in the chat room said uh, candy corn and the uh, bread cone. He said that would be a great thing for them to do a Halloween. Sure. That's, yeah.
5: Are, I think he was joking because really? Candy corn and a bread cone. Think about it. It's really, really stupid.
3: Why is that dumb? <laughs> it's
5: like, I'm sorry, Dan, but that's like... But it's candy dope. in a bread bowl.
4: Yeah, it's just, uh, you're only using it to hold it.
5: No, you eat the bread bowl. You hello. don't have to. Oh, my god! Okay, What's a bread cone?
4: This? You haven't had a bread cone before? You haven't had the chili the, or the... Um, yeah,
5: that cr- makes sense. Chili in a bread cone makes sense.
4: Okay, so how about uh, candy corn in a waffle cone? Yes. Okay, there. They'll do that then. How about I'll candy corn
5: in. never because it's awful?
1: Well, that too.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, candy corn's terrible.
1: Yeah, Dan says that was a joke, Terrence.
4: <laughs> I
0: think it's good.
1: <laughs> I mean, he probably would say it's a joke now, regardless, because you told him it was a terrible
3: idea.
4: No, just playing. I didn't make it feel <laughs> stupid.
1: I said it was. I said he,
0: that's true. I may have Karen said he was can't stupid. <laughs> make people do anything that they don't want to do. Okay. <laughs> Ever. A What's candy he googling? Corn cone. <laughs> candy corn cone. No, I get cone it. Candy
1: corn. That's that's a, that's
5: amazing. Who wants that much candy
0: corn? Nobody.
4: Ever. A lot of people like
0: candy corn. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Old people, eighty-year-olds. Oh my god.
4: Yeah. I'm willing to bet that... What? F- I
0: don't know.
4: Okay, 14% of society. <laughs> yeah,
0: let's take a poll. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's do some Disney news. What do you guys think? Sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. Right. the past, present, and future, with all the news that's fit to cover, it's the Ears of Disney News. Mm-hmm. What is happening? I just love
5: messing with Terrence. He asks the chat who likes candy corn, and I like to just immediately say no one.
3: You're such a
4: jerk. Nobody, nobody just likes block candy corn to me immediately. No one, no one better say nothing.
1: My cursor wasn't on because I was actually typing at the same time she did, and it would have been both of us
4: just no. Candy corn flavored popcorn. You stop it.
3: Ew! It's just
1: sugar popcorn. It's,
4: it exists. I'm telling candy you. Candy corn flavored
1: candy
0: corn. It does exist, but it, it should it.
1: Any corn-flavored ice cream? Yeah,
0: when I
4: get a job at Disney planning the whole Halloween thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Show you.
1: Yeah, you're going to present that idea and they're going to be like, oh, you dumb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, Muppets actor and puppeteer Steve Whitmere, who portrayed Kermit the Frog for 27 years, discussed his sudden firing by Disney in an interview with the New York Times. Whitmere called Disney's decision a, quote, betrayal. And claimed the media giant's reasons were minor and fixable. This is my life's work, Whitmere says. The only thing I've done my whole adult life. And it's just been taken away from me. I couldn't understand why we couldn't resolve this. Whitmere said Disney's executives gave him two reasons for his firing. The first involved the notes Whitmere was, uh, was giving top creative executives on ABC's 2015 reboot of The Muppets, which ended after one season. Whitmere said the executives were, quote, uncomfortable with his notes. The second reason, Whitmere says, revolves around contract negotiations for a video shoot for an unnamed outside company with Kermit and several other Muppets. The Screen Actors Guild, of which Whitmere is a member, disagreed with Disney over how much the performers should be paid and ultimately advised Whitmere to not do the project. Hmm. Which he agreed. So apparently this, this dude was giving notes to the people at ABC and they didn't like that. That's...
5: So so you can't have an opinion? No.
0: <laughs> um, or is know. that
5: what he's maybe trying to say?
0: They were, uh, they were, quote, uncomfortable. And it was, what, 27 years, you said? For 27 years. 27 years. years. Hmm. While Whitmere said these were issues that could be easily solved, Disney executives said they were persistent. Debbie McCle- McClellan, who heads Muppet Studio at Disney, said, The role of Kermit the Frog is an iconic one that is beloved by fans, and we take our responsibility to protect the integrity of that character very seriously. We raised concerns about Steve's repeated unacceptable business conduct over a period of many years, and he consistently failed to address the feedback.
3: Jeez.
0: Well, then, where's your write-ups? Where's all this well, in exactly. his notes? Like, what? Like where is this?
4: Have you done your due diligence mm-hmm. up to this point?
0: Right. Yeah. Disney defended, uh, defended further the decision to fire Whitmere, saying he was difficult in the workplace and during contract negotiations. Oh, he was difficult <laughs> during negotiations. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? That's what you're supposed to be. That's Fam- a go-to. Yeah. Family members of Muppets creator Jim Henson also backed up Disney's decision to dismiss Whitmere. Disney purchased the Muppets uh, in 2004, though the Henson family still runs the company. Along with Kermit the Frog, Whitmere portrayed favorites like the Muppets Rizzo the Rat... Statler of Statler and Waldorf Mm -hmm. Ernie on Sesame Street Man Dude he joined uh, I think he was also um... Oh god come on (laughs) I can't think of the guy The prawn
5: Jason's breaking
0: Oh the prawn I think he was the prawn boys too I follow him on Twitter for god's (laughs) sake Really? Yes he's hilarious
5: Oh he's like the uh, He has like an accent
0: yeah. Okay. Pepe.
5: Yeah.
3: Pepe. 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 I think he's
0: Pepe. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he joined the Jim Henson Company in 1978 at age 19. Wow. Um, hmm.
5: It's like with the yeah. the Henson family and Disney all on one side. It's like. You kind of have to believe them. Well, they, but but they the- have
0: to toe the party line. There's no way the Hinson family was going to, you know, I, th- I would bet they're contractually bound. Uh, Lisa Henson, Jim Henson's daughter and current president of the Hinson, uh, Jim Henson company, said Whitmere was very aggressive during contract negotiations, opposed developing an understudy for his role and blackballed young performers by refusing to appear on the show with them. Jim Henson Company chairman and Henson's son, Brian Henson, added that Whitmere would send emails and letters attacking everyone, attacking the writing, and attacking the director. Wow. Well, look, I'll be honest. The, the Muppet show, it was cute, but it wasn't the greatest thing in the world. Oh, I it, loved it. It needed some notes. It wasn't perfect. Right. Right. It definitely wasn't perfect. I understand that. So I'm just going to say that uh, but, uh, but also, if you do a role for 27 years that's iconic as that I think you you get some leeway to That's, tell me how you think that your character should be portrayed. Sorry.
4: I, I agree. I also think that with him not wanting to uh, develop understudies, um, a lot of people are afraid for their job. So think about you being in a position where you're doing such a, such a recognizable voice and you're training someone to be able to do that voice. Who's to say that they won't pay that person less than you For sure. to do the voice and just get rid of you? Yeah. It happens all the time in the corporate world. Yeah. You have people who are training the person replacing Disney. them. Yeah, exactly. Disney got taken a core over it. Right, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. So I can I can understand where he's coming from with that. For well, sure. that's
5: probably why he felt comfortable sending emails and attacking the director because he had job security or he yeah, thought so.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, despite these disputes, Whitmere said he tried to mend things with Disney and the Henson Company after learning of his dismissal. Whitmer said he had a lawyer approach Disney about adding provisions to his contract that would ensure he would neither give creative feedback nor talk to the Screen Actors Guild during contract negotiations. That was one of them where he can't talk to his union wow. during contract negotiations. Mm. See, I think Disney's a little shady on that's that. That's heck of shady. Yeah, I don't know. Disney about that reportedly one. declined. So these are the things that they wanted him to fix. He said he would put him in his contract and they said nope. Yeah. that's uh, crazy. That's yeah, dude, that's too bad.
3: Hmm.
1: I thought the whole purpose of having a union was so that when you had negotiations, they were there to fight for you. You
0: think? But uh, apparently Disney doesn't like that. I mean, we know how Disney operates. You know, let's be honest, man. Um,
1: They suck. They just happen to make something I really love. That's true.
0: They're smart. Wine.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, if there was a Disney wine.
0: Uh. Drunk. Let me go to Google. (laughs) There actually is.
1: It's at
5: uh, Carthay. Really? Disney family wine.
0: Disney family no, mm-hmm. I don't think it's Disney Family. It was
5: the Disney Family Wine, yeah. I mean, they had their I mean, I name on like, it. I they think didn't it's like Kurt it.
4: Russell's Wine or whatever. If you want to do a marathon, they have the a, Lassiter. a Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon. Yeah, sign <laughs> like me up. Your- <laughs> she just wants
1: to do the wine part.
4: Right. I'll just, just handle
1: a- that BB Coastal. I'm cool.
5: <laughs> can, I, can I do a
4: Wine and Wine Half Marathon? Can I?
1: <laughs> Do a wine drinking marathon? <laughs>
0: uh, this is a cool article and, and kind of plays with our article about, or our, our, our show about using um, Disney research mm-hmm. to come up with new stuff. Mm-hmm. Check out how familiar this is. <clears throat> uh, on uh, Sunday, July 16th, Disney announced that its Lucasfilm subsidiary and Lenovo are developing a smartphone-based augmented reality headset, which will feature Star Wars games like Holochess along with a peripheral Bluetooth lightsaber. Okay.
3: Who from Disney listens I mean to our means. show? <laughs>
4: seriously, who from Disney listens to our show?
0: That is exactly my ride Yes, concept, Where you have just a hilt. Yes. And you have
4: VR goggles. And then it's reacting to it. Oh, my gosh.
0: I mean, look, I don't think that... Don't get me wrong. I don't really think that <laughs> someone know. listened to the show and two months later has something that they can announce. No, you're right. right. I you're don't right. believe that.
5: Well, and we got these ideas from things that they were studying. So right.
0: mm-hmm. That's correct. Uh, the headset is essentially a lightweight iPhone holder attached to a clear plastic visor. The cell phone's images are reflected onto the visor, allowing digital images to mingle with the physical reality and often startlingly realistic ways this is like this is a guy Sword who's like writing where he's like trying to calm down everyone who's 60 and over <laughs> trying to S- read about this Skynet yeah. Skynet <laughs> oh my god <clears throat> um, Disney's VP of Advanced Development Mike Goslin revealed the project on stage and showed video of several games in progress the Breathless crowd Breathless they were Breathless they turned the oxygen off
5: Fine. I didn't do it. (laughs) It wasn't it was me.
0: Well I know it was you, but did you have liquid in the little.
5: It's fine. I'll be right back.
0: (sighs) Disney's VP of advanced development, Mike Goslin, revealed the project on stage and showed videos of several games in progress. The breathless Crowd again the breathless <laughs> crowd. Still breathless. Still breathless. Right, they are, Five minutes uh, later. Oh my god.
1: What well,
3: right? was that terrible song? Leave me
0: breathless. Oh oh, Oh, oh. Uh, Saw miniature rebels, stormtroopers and walkers battle on the rug, as well as a life sized life sized stormtrooper and the famous circular hollow chessboard from the classic Star Wars movie, replete with animated pieces. Nice. The Apple presumably support other AR as well, which would make the Disney-Lenovo-Star Wars headset a much bigger play. The most dramatic uh, change AR enables is making the camera the primary interface. Instead of looking down at your handset, as we do now, you'll be looking up and out your camera. I like it. I like the idea. I, I think it, yeah, for sure, dude. I'm just scanning this or whatever. Um, they want this to be in the $200 range. That's doable. In time for the holiday season. That's very doable. No way, I'm sorry. Disney isn't revealing a release date or the final price or the price of the <laughs> so peripheral list. It's <laughs> fine. But the teaser video strongly suggests Christmas. That's crazy.
4: <laughs> that
1: was something. <laughs>
0: No, I think that's very doable.
4: Look at what Samsung's already doing with their VR stuff. This is very doable.
0: I think so, too. I think so, too. Um, you know, it sounds like they already have games and development and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But hopefully they won't rush it for, uh, for a Christmas release. I mean, if it's not ready, it's not ready. I'd rather just wait. You know right, what I, I agree. mean? I agree. They have a, a promo video of this, this gal taking a lightsaber up and just shows nothing. But she's like, <laughs> then she smiles. It's like, okay, great coming soon yeah nothing about this ad strongly suggests anything the teaser video strongly suggests christmas no no it doesn't at all as a matter of <laughs> fact but is there a christmas tree in it or what? <laughs> right. uh that is I pretty just, neat though that's a good idea yeah oh they do have prototype footage on twitch if any ip can sell high-tech experiences at a premium price star wars would be the one to do it it's true that's true That'd be dope, dude. Yeah, that would be dope. God, and there was another article. I friggin' lost it though. Let's see if I can find it real fast.
5: Um, I have a few of yours right here. If you know what it was about, no,
0: that's fine. Whatever, it doesn't matter. All right, uh, did we do all of our show stuff? We did all of our show we stuff. We did.
5: We didn't really do an intro. We but didn't really do an people intro. People know that's where fine. to find us, right? People know where They're to find listening. us. People
0: know to go to Patreon. Uh, people know uh, to go to brownpapertickets.com com and search for us mm-hmm. to go and see us live November eleventh. Those tickets are, I think, we have like two left.
3: Yeah,
4: I know.
0: There might be a couple more released as we get closer. I don't know yet. We're 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 starting to talk about uh, maybe getting a couple more seats in there. So okay, but don't wait. Don't well, sleep yeah. on it.
5: If there's an interest, you just have to let us know.
4: Right. There's an
0: interest. I don't know that.
5: An int- but an interest costs money, so. Right.
0: No, I
4: know. There's an interest. People who want to pay money to go. Mm. So.
0: Well, then there's there's tickets available, and Word. they should still they should <laughs> they should buy them up now because I can't guarantee that we'll be able to open it up. Um, okay, I always feel weird when we do shows like this because it's um, it's very out of order, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm forgetting a bunch of stuff, but. <clears throat>
4: I think we've hit everything. I think feedback. so, too. Yeah, I think
0: we've hit everything, too. So let's do the fact of the show, and we can get out. Uh, although World of Color was built in 2011, there's actually a lot of forgotten effects that haven't ran for years. When World of Color opened, there were the bubble projectors and butterfly fountains that were on oh. Operational Nightmare, apparently. Um. But the big-ticket item was the original show's sequence composed of the Firebird suite from Fantasia 2000. Uh, Night on Bald Mountain from Fantasia and Hellfire from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Although the songs made the show, the main feature was a 65-foot Chernabog made by fountains on a telescoping mast that never got a chance to perform. I think it's the thing from The Night on Bald Mountain. I think it's like a monster guy. Oh, It is, yeah. Okay. Uh, Eventually, the whole sequence was replaced by a new Pirates of the Caribbean sequence, which still plays today. So that's crazy that they've still done stuff that they they can't make work. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, everybody, we're going to take off. Uh, Thank you to Jeff for coming on and talking to us about his 2028 day in the park. That was... While in the park. While in the park. That's crazy. (laughs) That was. Uh, Like I said, the guy's a little crazy. He's a little nuts, but, you know... I think you have me. I think he's nuts in a good way. Yes, I let's agree. be let's be completely honest about that. Uh, okay, everybody. Until next time, we will see you in the parks.